Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, breaking them all the way down. Well, 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 Kevin. <laughs> it's come to this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. Um, oh, dude. Uh, Go on. Uh, so at work, this is only relevant because it's come up on this podcast before. Okay. I Somehow it came up. I was mentioning like things that people say in movies that never that no one ever says in real life. Sure. And the one is like that, you're going down for this. <laughs> and then, like anytime that someone's like, yeah. I'll see you in I'll hell. I'll see you in hell. And apparently, while I've been a lot of work from home at work, I'll see you in hell has become like a farewell that people say to each other at work all the time now. Or like just, I'm going to get some lunch and I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. It, yes. That's amazing. That's awesome to me. That's very, very cool. Anyway, enough about me. What are you, <laughs> no. what, what are you drinking over there? Um, Honestly, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> but it is bourbon. A it's rye. a high rye yeah. bourbon that's been aged in a brandy cask. And guys, I'm sorry. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> um, but it's delicious. And it is... Uh, a certain ABV. Is delicious is delicious an overstatement though? No, it's is it, it is not, on you? I would say the the first sip that we had was we were getting a lot of nose from the brandy cask and it smelled a little bit like um dry erase marker. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. It's got a, a pleasant sweetness and also a little bit of a, a floral a sweetness from that. It's got, it's got yeah, it's got floral notes from the brandy cask aging. And I'm enjoying it. Oh, good for you. And also, I ate very little for dinner. And um, <laughs> so I'm good and buzzed right you now. Save room what do you, for what your do you booze. have over there? Uh, yeah. Well, I had a, yeah, a sip of your bourbon. I'm polishing off a can How of that you. Bohemian Riot that you brought over last time from Arches. And then locked and loaded. Already, reop- already opened. So I don't have a repeat of uh, just having a can explode all over me during recording. I'm glad that beer kept. Is a little Kona Big Wave Golden Ale. I'm going to downshift uh, to something <laughs> like an easy drinker <laughs> afterwards. But yeah, this Bohemian Riot, excellent. Looking forward to my Kona Hawaiian beer. That's yeah. that Hawaiian burger joint. <laughs> um, Look at the big bear, old Greg. And we are here to talk more about Con Air. Yeah, I guess. 1997's yeah. Con Air. Yeah. In my mind, I've told myself that this podcast, that we're talking about, you know, movies from the golden age of action right and in my mind like 97 maybe 98 is the end like i don't want to do a movie that's made later than that really i feel yeah. like i mean we mentioned it in the last podcast but i feel like this movie this is the last exit off this is highway. like it's like the end of the hard r big budget action movie yeah 
Like, I, there weren't a lot after 97, 98. They all turned into fucking Pearl Harbor and Transformers. Yeah. And, like, Man. this pe- like theme park ride, you know, we need to make a whatever, a um a franchise out of this or base it off a toy or a video game. Right. Or whatever. Uh, you know, so God love, God bless Arnold Schwarzenegger. He continued to work, but I don't know that we'll do a movie beyond like jingle all the way here or, or <laughs> which Batman we were definitely going to do Batman and Robin which or something. That one deserves to be done because it's so fucking I feel like That was the movie that it's like, now you've jumped the shark, Arnold. Yeah. Like you're not Arnold anymore. Yeah. Now you're, well, he was, he had to, he had to get people to planet Hollywood at that point. It was yeah. like, I've got to get people to order that cheeseburger that cost $27. All those dudes though, were at the end of their era at that time yeah that's true like, too. i mean there wasn't a place for and those it's, guys it's, anymore it's crazy to think that even like bruce willis like none of them old but all of them were like like they like the ship had sailed on their like big start yeah willis i feel like persisted better than most of those yeah, guys but even i feel like even willis like Bruce Willis was the first one that started doing is like, all right, we're going to reboot Die Hard. And then Stallone was like, all right, we're going to do, maybe they happened around the same yeah, time. Yeah, but it's like, we got to boot Rambo up the, and reboot do these new, franchises. Do a new Rocky movie yeah. and we just can't let it go. I will give, um, it's kind of crazy. If you look at Schwarzenegger's career, he's done very little like in terms of franchises other than Terminator has been it for him. That's been like the only real he's had movies that have had sequels, but usually he's not been involved in the sequels as much like he's looking for new shit to do. Right. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Another, and then, yeah. Like Conan. And then, yeah, you're right. Terminator was and that's been it. A crazy fact to me, just how, uh, and as an aside, Leonardo DiCaprio never done a comic book movie, never done a sequel. Yeah. None of nothing he's ever done has always just been a standalone. Would, new would wager thing. neither has Daniel Day, who we know you're listening. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Thank you for your for listening along. Has Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah, and Leonardo DiCaprio, Games yeah. New York, baby, killer movie. Yeah. Um, I like Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I yeah, used I to hate. Too. I used to hate him when I was Why? like, um, this was like in high school because okay. all the girls thought he was so cute as Romeo or whatever. When they weren't wrong. I don't know. I never found him to be like a very handsome he was guy. Very impishly handsome. He was boyish, right? I, I, he would he would be if I could go back and be the director slash producer of a Midsummer Night's Dream at the time when Leonardo DiCaprio was about like Jack Dawson age. Uh-huh. He would be the perfect puck. Okay. And I just had that thought. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can see it. He'd be perfect. He'd be amazing. And he's. Um, I love him because he's like. He goes for it, and he does like his his work he, that he's done with Tarantino has been incredible. The Revenant, cre- yeah. incredible. Yeah, everything, Bl- everything. Blood Diamond, yeah, fucking great movie. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, he's an amazing actor. Um, what was the uh, the Departed? Oh, man. awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's just awesome, and he really like goes for it. He he's an actor's actor. Like he takes his craft seriously. And that, and that was the thing too is that what what I, I recently watched. Um, what was it? It was like a Brad Pitt Oscar acceptance speech or some, some, somebody was giving mm-hmm. a, an acceptance speech and they're like, everyone gets up here and thanks Leo. And now I oh, understand his co-stars? why. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like, and now I understand why everyone gets up here and they're like, God damn, he is a fucking miracle to work with. I think Leo's best performance I've ever seen him give, I think was once upon a time in Hollywood. 
Oh, and man. he didn't get any awards for that. But like his character, his his performance was so subtle. I, I, and so I, I enjoyed it much more, even though he was incredible in Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is probably my favorite as well. I liked how insecure he was when it yeah. was not on screen. Like when he was just in his life, he was. You well, know. shit, the whole scene with the fucking little girl was like yes. the best scene in the movie. I was like, God damn. He's, he, he's yes. like, oh, when he's like cursing himself out. And if you fuck up again. You're, I'm going to go home. I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> like talking to himself in the mirror. <laughs> like, damn, he's going whoa, to dark whoa, places. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love that shit. And goddamn, Brad Pitt was good in that movie. Yeah. He's like, that was the man crush came back with a vengeance Big on time. Brad Pitt with that one. The, four, the forearms. I think that that would maybe <laughs> that maybe was like, maybe it was Pitt saying like, yeah, I'm here to tell you that. Leo is it probably was his because did he win awards for yeah Brad Pitt did he won he won best supporting actor yeah he deserved it too he was hella good yeah he was amazing anyway (laughs) sorry (laughs) that's 10 minutes (laughs) we'll see you next week we'll be back (laughs) no we gotta talk about amazing we gotta talk about Con Air we gotta talk about Con Air Uh, I guess Uh, Um, what happened in the first episode so Nikki Cage and we should uh restate the fact that we're not calling anyone by their character names. We're going against protocol and we're calling everyone by their given human name. Unless it's a small, unless it's a small time right. actor. Right. Um, but yeah, some of these, like when it's, when By you're large, Garland, we're talk when about- Cyrus, the virus Grissom, then we're just going to call you Malkovich. Cause right. you can't keep up diamond dog. I can't remember what diamond dog's real name is. Ving Rames. Yeah. It's, Ving there are too yeah. many Chappelle. You're in this movie. Pinball Parker. We're, we're grateful that you're here. So, um, Nick Cage has been discharged from the Green Berets. No, the Army Rangers. Been discharged from the Army Rangers. Returns home via a shrimp trawler to his wife at Oyster Bar. <laughs> Immediately uh, kills three guy, kills one guy in self-defense after being attacked by three. Manslaughter. He had the nerve to try to stop them from raping his wife. Yeah. Well, he's a deadly weapon, which is why he had military skills. Why the judge uh, (laughs) uh, remanded him to seven to 10 years. Fucking dropped the hammer on him. In some facility in California, we guess. You're off to San Quentin, buddy. So we think, what, five years later, he's been paroled. It's eight years. It's eight years later he's been paroled. He did every bit of that seven years plus. Yeah, that's brutal. So yeah, he's been paroled, and he and his cellmate. Bubba Gump Shrimp <laughs> learned that they that they so are. So wait, leaving. you say you we were saying McKelty? McKelty. McCal- is that what is I in my mind I heard like Michael T. Michael T. I don't know how you say it. I don't either. I thought you knew. No. Michael okay. T. I'm I'm down with Michael T. We'll go Michael T for this. Or we episode. could call him Bubba Gump. <laughs> <laughs> don't let's not go Bubba Gump. Okay. Uh we could just call him Bubba. Boiled shrimp, fried shrimp, shrimp on the barbie, <laughs> shrimp of potatoes, shrimp scampi, shrimp stew. Shrimp soup. <laughs> anyway, God bless that Michael man. Michael T. Michael T. Sounds better. And, I think and that's Michael it. Michael T. We know you're listening, and I apologize. I did not do my homework. He's um, been writing us angry emails <laughs> since last episode. God, man, I I really am actually <laughs> sorry, Michael T. Um, uh, so they're both they're not getting out. Well, he's getting out. Nick Cage is getting out. Michael T. Is being transferred to a brand new. <laughs> Hell on super, Earth. Supervax <laughs> Hell on Earth facility in Alabama, along with 10 of your favorite, like, mass murdering convicts played by all the actors that you know and love from 
Yes. John Malkovich to Ving Rames to Steve Buscemi to Dave Chappelle. And the DEA has a subplot where they're sneaking a guy on the plane to get information from a drug cartel warlord from Colombia. Yes. And the DEA lead guy sneaks a gun into that guy's sock. They get on the plane. That's Colm. Colm Meany is like that. the man on the ground. Right. And so um, as Nick Cage is getting on this plane to freedom, surrounded by all these freaks, we see that uh, John Malkovich's character has a little tiny sliver of metal rod shoved into the palm Ooh, of his skin. Ouch. So we get the feeling that some shit's about <laughs> some to pop shit. off. Is that a pretty accurate yeah. description of what's happened? It'd be so a- much happened in the first 15 minutes of this movie, but nothing actually we, happened. We haven't even mentioned the fact that Nick Cage is just doing a horrendous Southern accent, playing this sort of Southern gentleman type character. Um, yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, you summed it up great, man. Thanks, Some brother. shit's about to happen. If it doesn't happen, this is going to be a really boring movie. There are a lot of set pieces, um, just, especially just because there's so much character introduction in that first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we use Danny Trejo's in the mix. Yeah, Danny Trejo's a, a rapist that's He's on like, the plane. He just lives to Guard rape. Bishop, who's played by... Um, uh, Total Recall. Melina from Melina. Total Recall. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of things happening in this movie, so... Yeah, lots of characters. Give us a fucking break. <laughs> Screenwriters. <laughs> Come on. We know you're emailing. <laughs> on, on the plane, the jailbird, we see that Ving Rames, he's also got a little like needle or pen or so whatever hidden under the skin of his hand. So in retrospect, were you immediately like, oh, so there's there's a plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Malkovich, the like, state. they're picking the locks on their handcuffs as the plane takes off. And I mean, I would think I would think that handcuff locks aren't easy to pick. No. But judging from like every fucking movie ever, anyone is capable of picking the lock of handcuffs. Is all you need is like any little scrap of anything and you can pick the lock in your handcuffs. Right. Well, I mean, if it's anything like a pen lock on a bedroom door that's got, you know, the little yeah. hole, I can pick that with you know, a, a bobby pin or something. With a. Yeah, with the, paper little, the tip or, of my belt. I've yeah. done that before. Handcuffs have to be more complicated have, than that, yeah, right? Yeah, they have to be. They have to be. Or else, what's the fucking point? I remember remember fucking uh, True Lies. Schwarzenegger's just like, you know, my handcuffs, I picked them. And, like, he didn't even fucking have anything in his hand. He just, like, he just knows where to put the pressure or something on the thing to just make it release. And, th- and that's probably true, too. Maybe. I don't fucking know. I don't either. But meanwhile, we got uh, Chappelle... He's retrieved like in my mind. I wrote down that it was like, like a condom that he had had sort of down his throat, like yeah. on a on fishing line or something yeah, yeah, that he yeah. pulled out. But it it wasn't a condom. It was like a little wad of paper. But it should have been a condom. How would it not be a condom? It ha- it had to have been a balloon or a condom. Think about <laughs> condoms in jail. Like that's a thing, right? That you're always yeah. like having. But why do you need it unless you're fucking in jail? Which maybe certain inmates are i don't know but like it just doesn't seem like the thing that they would normally maybe stock in the commissary i guarantee they are they must they have to yeah anyway you got to keep the peace baby but so he retrieves this like condom that he had down his throat great acting on that because you I, like my, Chappelle? Ga- my gag reflex i was like oh uh, uh. are you one of those dudes like well no just be- but i was like oh man he's doing a good job of selling it and i like nick cage's face being like what the fuck is he doing <laughs> 
I think there had to also be some link between the fact that a, he had had like super foul breath in the previous Agreed. thing. Like, I don't know if he did something to give himself bad breath so the guard wouldn't look too closely That's in his mouth. That's a great point because where was the string tied? It must have been a, either to a tooth. loose in his mouth or yeah, tied to a tooth or tied there's around no his way tongue he or something. Ha- it would have had to have been tied to a tooth or something because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way he could swallow without swallowing the string. Exactly. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's a that's next level bullshit right there. <laughs> so he pulls out, yeah, whatever it is, it contains a, a single match and a little like ampule of liquid. As the guard goes to give uh, Michael T his insulin, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we forgot. There's a subplot. Michael T's like diabetic, right? And he's he's already behind on his insulin. He needs it in the next few hours, which, or it's going to be a which, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Malkovich Makes he, no never mind. <laughs> oh shit. Malkovich signals to Chappelle to proceed with whatever the plan is. Chappelle squirts that liquid all over this American Indian that he was Dude. mocking earlier. That was yeah, he's like, but not before saying, I hope you don't hold a grudge if you make it out okay. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, he strikes that match and he lights that dude on fire. That's a fucking hate crime at this point. Like, cause you've already been being racist to him. Shit. So Bishop, the guard, the female guard, she runs, she removes Chappelle from his seat as the other guards try to extinguish the flames. Yeah, the alarms go a, off. Officially broken loose. On the plane, Chappelle, like, continuing to spew this racist shit. Like, he was, I thought he was doing a rain dance. He spontaneously combusted. He was, I thought he was singing YMCA. Oh and, like, it's just, like, fucking wild shit. The last the jo- Mohican is burning. The jokes do not let up. Chappelle went for they it. They told him just ad lib and riff. Yeah. They were, we're going to give you. 40 seconds, you just keep going. Say as many jokes as you can, as fast as you can. <laughs> um, but he he snags the keys off of Bishop's belt while she's called to the cockpit to report that there's a fire. Chappelle uses those keys to free Ving Rames. And by, yeah, by this time, yeah, the, the pilots trip the alarms on the plane. They're right. Like it's like, off. so it all, yeah, all, it's chaotic. All hell's broken loose. Uh Bishop starts wrestling with Chappelle while Ving Rames, shouting Alu Akbar, comes running out and kills one of the guards with his handcuffs that okay. he's picked. Dude, that was fucking brutal, though. That was, like, that taking was, that the metal, like, the clip or whatever yeah. and just digging it into the dude's neck. Ugh, like, ripping his fucking... That's not, a, that's not an easy death because there's nothing sharp there. Nah, dude, that's just brute strength. Like, yeah. blunt object. Yeah. Rough. Michael T's insulin's getting like trampled in the chaos. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, so like we see the the so the guy that he's killing, I guess, is the, was the was, first aid guy. He was bringing guy, the first aid kit. And he kicked over the the kit, and everything's on the ground, and they're just stomping over all like. And he's like, <laughs> "What the fuck, my insulin?" He's angrily he's angrily telling him to stop stomping on his insulin, like <laughs> while the guards having his jugular ripped out. Oh, <laughs> it's for like, fuck's sake! More guards enter. They restrain uh, Ving Rhames. The co-pilot takes the cockpit pistol and he goes to help out in the rear. Now, Chappelle, at this moment, he's able to pull the lever to release Malkovich. So Malkovich runs up to the cockpit. He's there waiting when the co-pilot pops out. They wrestle over the pistol. A couple of stray shots go off. Pre-9-11, obviously, because there's no way in shit a pilot would would have come out of the cockpit. As soon as sign of trouble, they're like, lock it down. And land the plane. Land the plane in the first yeah. possible like emergency yeah. landing at the first and airstrip. Wherever they were, we're thinking is way out west. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's ample places to lay the plane down. I mean, the the flight from Oakland to Carson City is a short flight. Right. Like, they they 
by the time they got to cruising altitude, it'd be time to start coming back down. Right. But yeah, you're right. Like that's got to be the protocol number one for the pilots. You don't even think they'd get up to thirty. It's got to be a huge they? vault. Like, no matter what happens, you don't open the door. Whether they're killing all the guards back there or whatever's happening, you do not open the door. You land the plane. Yeah. The guards have have signed well, up for point, this it's like, risk. It's like, what do we care? Like, it, like if that's what's happening, then we're going to land the plane, and whoever's dead back there, hopefully, it's a bunch of prisoners. That's that's probably the stance of the sure, correctional sure. Uh, system. But yeah, so um, a couple of stray shots go off. Bullseye, two stray bullets, two bullseye kills on prisoners. <laughs> One dude right in the head, the, uh, the Nazi dude from earlier, and like, yeah. shot another dude in the chest. Malkovich, he, like, they're wrestling over the gun. He turns the gun on the co-pilot, kills him. Malkovich instructs the pilot at gunpoint to tell the ground control that there's a disturbance on board, but everything's under control. Everything's fine. He says... And if you say a word about this over the radio, the next wings you see will be the flies buzzing over your rotting corpse. And <laughs> I, I, I will say that of everything that Malkovich has said in the movie so far, that if I were an actor, I'd have been like, this I can't say sucks. this. This that's a, terrible. That's some heavy lifting, even from Malkovich, like to, to try to pull that one off. Yeah, that line, that line actually sucks. <laughs> well, it's like it. It logically, it makes no sense. No, if you're you dead, you're say, not going to see anything. The next wings, yeah, the next wings <laughs> you see will be the angels that's, of heaven. Every time I've watched this movie, that's what I'm sure he's going to say. Next wings you see are going to be the angels at the pearly fucking yeah, gates. Yeah, exactly. That, that's better than of course the flies. Flies buzzing over your rotting corpse. But he was like, but also like the next wings you'll see, just like wings any, of the plane. Any, uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, it it's was flimsy. Uh, it's flimsy. It was kudos to Malkovich for trying. He went for it. He did. He he came as close as any actor can, I think, to pulling that off. Yeah. Um. But then he just immediately leaves the pilot unattended to say whatever he pleases <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Malkovich uh, he shoots the speaker that's been blasting this alarm out. That quiets everybody down. Again, people it just wantonly discharging firearms on airplanes. Uh, planes, yeah. yeah. Now, this plane, I feel like, probably flies lower than... I don't know that this is like a pressure... It, I mean, it's it, got to it be pressurized. Do you think that... This, this is an plane, ancient aircraft. Yeah, yeah, but do you think that they reinforce it to be able to withstand gunfire oh, be, of ha at least a handgun? It would make sense that they would, but I also feel like this is probably a plane where like cruising altitude might be... 15 or 20,000 feet low instead so of like the 40,000 feet yeah. where That's, even if you were, even if you punched a window out, it wouldn't be the such thin air that people are yeah, dying. It's the, you same, know? it's the same uh, altitude that you'd be skydiving or something. Sure. So then, he, then Malkovich says, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. I have the only gun on board. Welcome to Con Air. Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Holy shit! This whole time I've been like, "Welcome." I was like, "Nick Cage didn't have to do anything. He's the same character, just welcome with a southern to Con accent." Air. Uh, yeah, no, welcome, to, welcome to. I would have loved for if if they'd like pulled Sean Connery out of the overhead <laughs> bin, just like welcome, welcome to, to Con Air, it's and fucking, then put him back in there. So that's your cue. <laughs> You can, you can leave, you can walk out on the movie <laughs> if you want to. Why did that shit, I didn't even think about that, like that That just, the the. it's called the Jailbird. It's not yeah. even called Con Air. Yes. The plane should be called Con Air. Apparently they, that's like the nickname of the, the 
the program among like the whatever the the uh. U.S. the prison service or whatever the fuck the group is called. Anyway, uh, that's a boring detail. I also got to say at this point, there's like a half a dozen guards, some of them with tasers, and right? there's there's Chappelle and incapacitated Ving Rhames. And right. then Malkovich with a few bullets left. Right. Like, I'd say advantage guards. Yeah. You got to yeah. ta- retake this plane. Rush them. Bum rush them. Like, the guards just immediately surrender, it seems. It cuts to basically everyone's, the guards are being all shackled. and Yep. But Nick Cage looks defeated. There was oh, like a yeah, fucking tear running down his cheek. Yeah, we, was a choice. We've, we've been this whole time like getting intermittent shots of him and Sims looking very dismayed by all these shenanigans. Well, I think he was, you know, feeling it. He was smelling Sweet Home Alabama, as it were. Oh, big time. And now he's like, oh, fuck, am I going to be lucky to survive this shit? So now down on the ground, we got Jenny, the U.S. Marshal. She's assuring John Cusack that everything's fine, according to the pilot. Yeah, he like, says everything's cool. It's still en route to Carson City. Remember fucking 10 minutes ago when she was worried yeah, something she bad was, was going to happen one. and he was saying everything's fine. It's a well-oiled machine. That's fucking lazy writing it for them to have just is. totally flipped them. Yeah, agreed. Um, if anything, it should just be she's the nervous Nelly all the time and Cusack's yeah. still... Or he's, or Cusack's the nervous one and she's like, everything's fine. It's so this... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's just it's, lazy because Cusack's got to be right at yeah, every turn. Yeah. That's what it is. But they do see that the plane is still en route to Carson City. So back on the plane, Bishop is being handcuffed to some caging. Danny Trejo is instantly in her face, like threatening to rape her. Oh, yeah. Uh, just the silent glaring at her, I think, was sufficient. But Big instead, time. he's like in, menacing as fuck in his in her face, like saying gross shit. Yeah, it's like it, again, it's lazy writing. Yeah, he's, he's, he tells her he's got a spot on his arm just for her, which we learned in the first episode. He's got a spot on his arm for every woman that he's violated, which is fucking terrible. Then he's saying, "I'm going to use your whole body to make me feel good," and just like oh, I was like, "Dude, you don't need to say this. This is no, gross." No, we don't need to know it. So Malkovich lets Billy Bedlam loose from his cage. Uh, Chappelle is uncuffing all the other like generic random uh, prisoners, including Cage we've, and we've, Michael We've T. agreed that Billy Bedlam's the only guy that we're going to keep calling. Yes, Billy we don't Bedlam. know. I can't. I can't remember that actor's <laughs> it's like name. Chinland or something yes, like that. Yes. Yeah, bye. We don't care. Billy Bedlam. So um, he's got the most comic book sounding name. Yeah, it's a great name. He sounds like he should be go- uh, belong to the Hellfire Club. X-Men yeah. or something like that. Oh, dude, the Hellfire Club is a, it's a thing in the new Stranger Things as well. That's what they call their D&D group. Hell yes. So that's an X-Men thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hellfire just... Club is like a, it's like a group of uh, mutant aristocrats. Oh, that cool. The, that the X-Men faced off against. Rad. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't know the background. Yeah. That, that show. That's why Kudos I'm here, to baby. that show because they, um, they lean in hard to like the most obscure little references it, it, and stuff. It feels a lot like if um if Ready Player One had been stretched out into yeah, a yeah. series, it would be Stranger Things. But Stranger Things does it better. Like I read, yeah, Stranger Ready Things. I feel like has like, a real. Man. I feel like Stranger Things has real affection. Yeah, like it has real nerd. Well, cred. I, feel, I feel like Ready Player One does too. But it's like that guy was trying to like fit it all into one story, mm-hmm. and it needed to be like anyway. 
That's not Con Air. <laughs> on, we on, wish it was. On God the jailbird, uh, Michael T. He's relieved to see there's like one unbroken ampule of insulin left for him. Oh, praise God for that, I guess. So Cage, he goes. He flings uh, Danny Trejo away from the bishop. Says he's not going to allow that. Uh, Trejo tries him and gets dropped quick. Yeah, he like fucking knocks him out. Yeah, that's pretty great. That hair on Cage, though, it continues to not work. No. It's just terrible. It's flying everywhere. It was a, it was a mullet, right? It was like short on top. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was his, it was Cage's I, real I, I hair don't on think top. It, I don't think it's a mullet just because it's, it just seems like it's just longish. Yeah, maybe because it's a little shorter, like right on the side. It was short right in front. Yeah. And it's then, not, it's, yeah, it's not long in the front. So I guess, I don't know. <laughs> if we, if we saw it pulled back, it would be a mullet. <laughs> Whatever it is, it continues to be a questionable it choice. Baffles. So, uh, man, Trejo, though. His drive to rape is like an irresistible force. Ugh, and Cage so is the immovable terrible. object, and they're thank, like slamming into each other. So Malkovich steps in. He tells Trejo, Yeah, keep it in your pants for now. He says, If or we're going to throw you off the fucking plane. He says, If your dick jumps out of your pants, then you jump off this plane. Then he uncuffs Bishop for unknown reasons. Yeah. Malkovich tells the main guard. That like tell me what's supposed to happen in Carson City. Right. Guard says we got six guys getting off, ten guys are getting on. Malkovich tells Chappelle, go find me the six guys who are getting off. He tells Ving Rames to have the pilot proceed to Carson City as planned. Billy Bedlam says we'd be crazy to land in Carson City. The law's down there. Right. Rames leaves the pilot unattended again. Yeah, like what the hell? To explain to everybody what's going on. Pilot has like no shortage of opportunities to tell the ground there's a hijacking yeah. going on. If, and if even if they're not nothing gonna else, hear it, and they're if not going to hear it. They would have like a a panic word or something that you say yeah. to the ground, like something that you don't have to say. We're being hijacked. You just say like canary or yeah. some shit, and that's the cue to everyone. There's a problem on board, but I can't talk. Yep, or whatever. Anyway. Pilot, There's unattended, a lot of flimsy, is just flimsy, not, flimsy writing. <laughs> Pilot's just going with the flow, man. Ving Rames, he says, everybody, if we play it cool in Carson City, then the rest of our lives is going to be freedom in a non-extradition country. I'm talking sandy beaches, umbrella drinks, and dirty naked freaks. <laughs> it's Hell like, yeah. nice work from Ving Rames. Sounds good. <laughs> dirty uh, naked freaks. Dirty naked freaks. Now, so he and Malkovich have like been in league on this yeah. thing for a while. Yeah, Malkovich right? reveals that this has all been arranged by the Colombian drug lord Sendino to free his son Francisco, who they talked about earlier. Yeah, he's so on the somehow, he's to be picked up somehow in Carson City. Sendino and, was in contact with John Malkovich and being Rames in prison to be. There's like, a lot of complicated like, backstory. Fucking like what? Yeah, would it not be like easier to bribe? A warden? Yeah. It, Just uh, release him. This will be fine. Yes. Anyway, holy shit. It's so, dizzying the logic. Now, Chappelle, he's going around. He's un still unshackling prisoners. He gets to Sims, the undercover DEA agent That's on the right. flight. Sims, as soon as he's un uncuffed, he retrieves the pistol that he has from his sock. He's taking Chappelle as his hostage. What? Malkovich now snatches up guard Bishop. Right. Good thing she was uncuffed from that cage i guess 
because he's using her as a human shield. He's inching his way towards Sims. They're like exchanging threats back and forth. Yeah, Sims says like, he says, I'm DEA. And he, he flat out tells him, I don't give a shit. About that fuck bitch about guard. That bitch guard. <laughs> what? What the? That's a bad bluff though. If that's the case, you would be shooting maybe, but he's not. Yeah. I, I, I don't believe he's sincere when he says that, but Jesus Christ, that's a fucking shitty thing to say. Yeah, it's a weird flex for sure. <laughs> so Malkovich is saying, yeah, I care, could care less about Chappelle using some fucking racist language Yeah, um, that seemed to legitimately hurt I, I Chappelle's quick, feelings. I did a quick Google Aww. search on that scene anyway, and like there are tons of articles about that line. Oh, the like crackhead? Yeah, about the inward crackhead line like yeah and i was like oh shit articles but, about it yeah what like, was the what were the what was the just con- them talking about like the, the problematic articles. language of the inward yeah. crackhead and stuff and I was I, like, i'm sure shit. that's probably very common language among you know felons in prison yeah, yeah i'm sure it is but, too. <laughs> yeah from from white power fuckers so yeah and which I don't even necessarily, I didn't buy sincerity coming from Malkovich either. Nah, he was just trying to talk about the situation. He was just trying to say, well, I don't care about your hostage yeah. either, right? Yeah. But so Bishop yeah, is it telling... Did, it, did, it did seem to hurt Chappelle's feelings. <laughs> hey. 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 Now Bishop It's okay is, when I do it. I can dish it out, but I can't take it. Bishop is telling Sims to shoot. You know, it was like that speed... I it. It was her, like girl. speed shit where he's like, yeah. shoot the hostage. Yeah. Um... Cage steps in the middle of this and he's like trying to defuse the situation. Cage is telling Sims, you know, you can't control this situation, which really pissed Sims off. Yeah, he fucking loses his mind about not being in control. Truth hurts, man. Like, but like, he's like, I can't, I can't be told I'm I'm not not in in control. control. Sims really didn't think this shit through, though. He should have like bided his time, waited for his moment to just like shoot Malkovich when his back was turned and grab his gun. Yeah. Yeah. And st- yeah, he didn't think this shit through. No, nope. but we got an, another prisoner. He springs out at Sims. Sims turns and shoots that dude, but Chappelle pulls free from Sims and Malkovich shoots Sims dead. Right. Much to cages like dismay. Yep. He gave that look like I'm so Son disappointed in bitch, you. And he was going, God very damn disapp- it. Sims. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Son. <laughs> son, I'm going home, son. I'm going home, son. But oh! <laughs> Cage was right in the line of fire. It's a miracle that he, he wasn't just, hit. I, I wish he'd been sitting there with his arms crossed, just shaking like, his head. I feel like the bullet went through a tiny little gap between his arm and his I was torso. Say a tiny little gap in his hair, <laughs> in his mullet. So Chappelle, he picks up the gun that Sims dropped. Uh, Malkovich. Instantly takes a liking to Cage. Good work. I think he liked the way that Cage like defeated Sims psychologically. But that's the thing is he he didn't. He he distracted him. If anything, he didn't defeat him. He distracted him. But Malkovich (laughs) is like, Malkovich immediately assumed like, you're one of us. Yeah, I've taken a shine to you. It becomes important later. Right. He's got to like. Uh, he's got a light Cameron Poe right off the bat. Good work, soldier, is what <laughs> we're supposed to take from that. So Chappelle comes to Malkovich, tells him that three of the six guys that uh, were supposed to be get off at Carson City are dead. There's this bizarre Ebonics joke that Chappelle makes. Jesus, like the, the mere concept of Ebonics is so cringy now. 
I remember when that was like a thing in the 90s that yeah. like scholars were saying this yeah. is a it's its own language. Which it's just I, this fucking slang though. It's just slang. It's not a is it it's is it its own language? I'm not a linguist, so I, I, I can't answer I that question. It's, but it's, I, but, it's out of but, favor now. But, I, but think. I do understand. Yeah, it's 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 not something that caught on in the zeitgeist. For yeah. Sure. So there's a super brief cutaway when he makes that ebonics joke. We'd be fucked. Of Ving Rhames. He looks up, and it made me wonder if that cut was meant to display that the Ving Rhames character, who's like a he's like a militant, right? Like, oh, that's a good point. Guy, yeah. Like if he was sort of annoyed by the ebonics joke. Right. Because otherwise it really made no sense for there to be this just this quickest little insert of Ving Rames, like looking kind of pissed off. Right. During this whole scene, Trejo is just completely motionless, like a fucking human statue right. in the background. I feel like he's just locked in on Bishop, like with rapey thoughts going through his mind <laughs> on loop. Chappelle wants to know from Malkovich, did you mean all that racist shit you were saying earlier? Malkovich is like, of course I didn't. Hell yes, I'm in it. Then he takes the gun away from Chappelle. He's like, hell yes, I'm in it. Good timing from Malkovich. But oh, like, yeah. oh, always. So you're a racist asshole. You're like copping to it. Fucking weird. Malkovich calls out, we need three volunteers then to get off the plane in Carson City. We should mention that we need, we need three. So these would be three white like, dudes. Yeah, like, Chappelle comes to tell Malkovich that three of the six guys that are supposed to get off the plane are dead. Uh Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, this dude, this dude, and this dude. Fucking astronomical odds. Right, that they're all That the only prisoners that have gotten killed so far are the three white guys who are meant to get off in Carson City. Interesting. That is fucking long odds, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Michael T is telling Cage Man we should volunteer. You know, he's like, I got my insulin, but all the syringes were broken. So if I don't get my shot in a couple hours, I'm going to be dead anyway. They well, kept my, they kept Michael T real sweaty all the time. Which is that meant to be like a symptom? Of, I think it's supposed to be like um, uh, the ketoacidosis. Is that I what don't it know. Is? I've heard of that. Is that a is that a, like a, a a diabetic thing? It's basically where your body is just like, all right, fuck it, and you shut down and yeah, he, he starts becoming more and more sluggish as the, as the movie unfolds here. The, the people that I've talked to that have experienced it, it's like, you know, they, it's yeah. Super sweaty. And they, and they like, can't communicate. It's just, they're like out of their oh, head. Shit. It's just like, okay. everything is fucked up. So he's like on the verge of that. Yeah. Maybe now cage is reluctant to leave the female guard Bishop there without protection. Bishop says she can take care of herself. So they volunteer to get off. Very noble of her because this ain't going to end well for her Fine if she's no. on her own. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, big time. It's not going to be good for any of the guards once they're off the ground, I feel like, in Carson City. Right. You know what I mean? But so Malkovich, when he sees Michael T, he's like, no, 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 you're not getting off the plane. We need three white guys, basically. I would say I bet at least one of the black dudes who was supposed to get off would be willing to trade places and stay on, don't you think? Like, as long as we're switching guys out. Probably like fucking I feel bad for those dudes who might like want to roll the dice with the the jailbreak that's going on rather than like no let me off so I can go back into jail yeah anyway but that doesn't happen he's like tough shit cage tells him don't worry once I'm off the plane I'm going to tell the marshals what's going on the plane's never going to get off the ground we get the fist bump of approval (laughs) between the the two of them just the biggest fist bump of all time conspicuous just like Bam. <laughs> it's n- never been more conspicuous. So Malkovich suggests that, you know, we could pos- pass the pilot off 
is one of the prisoners when they're offloading. Pilot tells Malkovich that there's... Well, but, but rightly, everyone's like, the fuck? Who's going to fly Who's gonna the, buy the plane? plane? Like, don't and worry Malkovich about is it. like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> the pilot tells Malkovich there's a standstorm on the ground in Carson City. Malkovich seemed like not Perfect. all that upset about it. Cool. He's like, oh, this is a good development for us. Yeah. The pilot, who's been completely unsupervised in the cockpit with the door closed and not radioing to the ground that there's any problem on the plane. That's, that's what I don't If he had started to land the plane, then the, the very worst thing that would have happened is that the convicts would have shot him in the head and the plane would have crashed and they'd all be dead. I feel mm. like the pilot would have crossed his arms and be like, all right, fine, kill me. That's what you would hope the pilot would do. The same way you would hope all the guards on the plane would have just tried to bum rush Malkovich. Yeah, which, which they would have in a post-9-11 world. You would hope so. Yeah. Cut to Vacaville, Vacaville, California. Vacaville. Vacaville. You've there. heard of it? Yeah, I've been there. It's like east of the Bay Area. It's it's near, like it's... It's kind of Sacramento-ish. An hour drive from like wine country. Yeah. It's sort of... It's it's as it's seen in the movie. Yeah. It's like a, a barren sort of area. There, there's suburbs-ish, but it's like, man, they're evacuating all the time due to wildfires. Oh, all yeah. All the yeah, time. Yeah, I think it's like, you don't have to get far from the coastline of California for it to become the desert. Everything is wildfire area. Yeah. So now in Vacaville, we got the guards are inspecting Malkovich's old cell. Right. They find like this false brick in the wall. Yeah, some powdery substance on the ground. I think it's cocaine. And he's like, Same. I don't know what it's, it's powder. It's they wish uh, it was chalk or yeah, plaster or anything. something. Where the hell did he get the materials to make a false brick? Wouldn't it have been like a Shawshank Redemption style poster of Raquel Welch or something shit been well, easier? It's, it's like the, it's like the opposite of that though. It's like where, whereas he was digging a hole and covering it up, he was building a new false like brick a new every wall. day. Like what the <laughs> hell? Anyway, back on the plane, Cage and the other prisoners who are going to be exiting the plane, they're all being gagged and bagged. So Malkovich says, you know, this is so none of you guys can blab to the guards once you're off the plane. It's going to buy us some extra time before the cops catch on to what we're up to. Fucking throwing a wrench into Cage's plans here. So Cage quickly changes his mind, says he doesn't want to get off the plane after all. We got a mind changer here, I think, says Chappelle. I don't know about this plan, though. There's just, there's no reason to think that this is going to make it more likely that Michael T. survives to say, well, let me stay on. Right? It's like (laughs) shit. But he explains the change of heart. He said, I guess I'm nervous at the thought of freedom, which I think is a thing. Yeah, big time. Um, He says, you know, he had 15 years left, but he can't blow this chance at a naked party freak and umbrella drink. I like the callback. It's super funny. <laughs> it just that he kept a straight face while I was singing. You know, when I he said that naked party freak, it somehow makes sense when he says it. You know? <laughs> well, because it's not exactly what Big Rave said. So it makes it funny that no, he's like, great. this is what I heard, what I can remember. And so they're like, oh, he's slow. So that's fine. So Malkovich says, <laughs> that's okay. We're going to pass one of the guards off as the last. Uh, prisoner here he instructs cage to go strip the prison clothes off of one of the dead prisoners right i gotta think like malkovich is only humoring him because he's taking a liking to cage right yeah because it's like fucking tough shit yeah you're getting off this plane motherfucker now michael t and bishop they urge him to go on and get off think of your little girl think about the future jack (laughs) 
Cage says, I won't leave you to die. He says he won't leave her to be dishonored and yes. killed. He, Holy shit. He basically is like, how could I explain to my daughter that I left you to get dishonored and die? Fucking awful accent shit. Ugh. But Michael T reminds him, you know, you're a convict, not a soldier. You don't have to be the fucking hero. Billy Bedlam at this moment comes shoving the main guard in from the rear of the plane. Fucking highly doubtful that he would be the one they pick to uh, offload. Yeah. No way they're l- kicking the main guard off. Agreed. They would have killed him or kept him for yeah. They want to. They want to fucking pick him apart. Yeah, after. big time. Also, his body type isn't even a match for any of the dead guys. Like he was a sort of a portly yeah. fellow. Agreed. Um, but Cage takes the picture of his daughter back from the guard that that guy had confiscated earlier on. Fuck you, trailer trash. Well, I like it, but he's like, I told you I'd take this. Like, uh, like, why do you have to, like, just. I say, I I, I say. Why not? Why not try to like, no one's watching it. No one's paying attention. Why not just say like, I'm going to try to get us all out of this. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of being like. That guard though, man, that guard was just a hate filled. Fuck you, trailer trash. (laughs) Fuck you, trailer trash. Amazing. So Cage shoves some prisoner clothes in the guard's hands and tells him, I just saved your life. I wish you pulled it out of a filing cabinet, as in the previous episode. <laughs> That's where we keep them. Yeah. Oh, this is where we keep our, our, our clothes. sham clothes yeah. in the file cabinet. Fucking hell. The boots as well. <laughs> yeah, I just saved your life. I just saved your life. Cage then goes to undress the dead DEA agent Sims, finds a running tape recorder under the guy's shirt, idea that's a fairly massive reel-to-reel recorder huge also like i know it's it's about the palm of my hand which is not small but it's it was like, like walkman but it's like size yeah but and a reel-to-reel it it's like holy <laughs> shit dude people see that and they're like damn technology or did they see that and they're like that's, that's out of outdated date. even from 97 like, it was outdated they had to have had digital recording at yeah. that time right the government definitely did. Because I the know DEA me, had many fucking, discs. Many discs existed in two, in in college John's mind in the year two thousand. The if the DEA discs, had state of the art shit. So we're saying there's there's it's digital. It's anachronistic, is what it is. But why was he even taking Sims's shirt off? That shirt was fucking soaked in blood. That, that's also true. <laughs> it had a bullet hole in it. Are you going to put that on one of the guards to pass him off as a man? I don't know why he was removing his shirt in the first place. Poe's not a smart guy. Nah, man. So now back at the California prison, back in the, the guards are chipping away at the false brick. They find a bunch of quote unquote weird, weird shit, shit hidden inside <laughs> the wall. They radio back to command where Cusack is hanging out. He's like huffing and puffing and filling out paper. Whose cell is it? It's the virus's cell, which fucking cues Cusack in. Cusack hurries to the cell. They find like schematics of the plane. There's a copy of the anarchist cookbook there and a lot of other shit. Like just the, the bed is strewn with materials. In any real world scenario, Cusack makes the call. Land the plane. When the plane is landed, it is not taking back off. Mm-mm. Ground that plane when it lands or in maybe Carson sh- City. Maybe go ahead and shoot the plane down. Uh, I think if it seems they, like they they're in, to, in, the, in the pattern to land in Carson City, we'll let them land if they're landing. Yes. If they don't land, maybe we shoot them down. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
on but he does none of this. Let me just leaf through everything Let that's it here. Play out. On the airstrip in Carson City, dozens of guards are surrounding this prison transfer bus. Right. That seemed fucking excessive, but it looked cool. Uh the music that this is the moment where like there was that electric guitar score that I'm like, this sounds like some music from bad boys or right. speed or whatever. Right. The jailbird lands taxis over to the bus. The real guards start moving the real prisoners off the bus. The sham guards, including Francisco Sandino, who yes. we've, we've seen the mugshot for now. Then the, meanwhile, the sham guards, they start moving the sham prisoners off the plane. Right. Cage grabs the main guard. He stuffs the tape recorder inside of his shirt. And he called him a shitty and peck of wood. He was just, dude, it was some foghorn leghorn shit. I, I say, I say. It's terrible. Come on now, son. It's terrible. Uh, in the chaos of the sandstorm, Malkovich like easily pulls off his deception. Right. What was the plan if there wasn't a sandstorm going on? Were they going to have, there was no excuse to wear the goggles and hoods. To sort of like disguise themselves. Yeah, I guess. I don't know they, what they was going to happen. Yeah, and it like just the numbers like just so happened to pan out the way that it did. It's like, would it not have made more sense to stage your big break after the Carson City landing went according to plan with the real guards and everything happening as it should? That's when you make your move. I don't like, but that's the thing too <laughs> is like, what were they going to do when they eventually got to their destination? Like, where were they going to fly to? Like, they were flying to the middle of nowhere, right? Is where they end up heading. That was the plan. Right. To but, land and like, meet another why, plane but why there. Why would they just have diverted onto Mexico? Diverted the plane and, like, landed somewhere else. Who? The, the bad guys. Like, why wouldn't they just have gone ahead and landed the plane somewhere else? And just said, we're free now? Yeah. And just go. I, th- I feel like they're like, once we can get outside of the U.S., then we'll not have to be on the run. Right. I, but I don't know. But what, they keep saying like non-extradition nation. Like what non-extradition nation are you going to? I feel like the drug lord in Colombia's made okay. a deal. Yeah. I guess I guess there's these, parts of plans he's, that we he's don't bribed know. everyone yeah. that needs bribing. That's the thing is there are parts of plans that we don't know about. <laughs> yes. There are plans on plans. <laughs> we just have to. Because accept- I'm just like fucking land the plane in the desert and make sure that there are cars like outside Reno or wherever the fuck. Yeah. Like, it didn't need to be this complicated. And then, like, bind and gag everyone, like, get them to tell everyone you're fine and then get cars and go. But I guess it's, like, the nation's big, satellites, yada, yada. I don't know. This plan would have been, the plan could have been so much less complicated, though. You keep everything the same, except you do it after Sendino is on the plane while you let the fucking landing in Carson City happen. Then you pick your cuffs. Yeah, because it didn't seem like anyone was getting off the plane that needed to be on the plane. No, definitely not. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what they did. Neither of us is criminals. (laughs) Maybe we should be. As it is, though, I would still expect for one of the marshals in charge, like on the ground, to recognize the famous criminal Cyrus the Virus, even with the goggles on. like, Or just to be like, you're not the main guard. (laughs) <laughs> that we're expecting to you see. You are not LaBeef. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God. But you so, are not LaBeef is, is an amazing line. The main guard just got whisked through the handoff. I feel like he could have made more of an effort. Big to, time. He could have just faked a seizure yeah. or something. That they would take his hood off and be yeah. like, holy shit, that's 
our buddy, the guard. You're Laznov or Larznov La- or Fal- Falzon. That's Falzon. Your Falzon. You're Falzon. But that didn't happen either. So as some of the new prisoners are being brought on board, they seem like some of them seem aware of what's going on. The Sindino guy and Sweet. the and the new pilot Swamp Thing. Amazing Fuck, name. We love Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah. Others seem surprised and excited as they're being brought on board. This one particularly loud Aryan guy is like screaming, They're taking control of the plane. They're like, She's like screaming. Up, man. Did you recognize that dude? No. He was like, He was one of the goons in The Rock. He was okay. like, the, Did I ever tell you my old man's Irish? Okay. He was that guy. Um, I was like, that dude's familiar. And I looked him up and I was like, Oh, yeah, he's in The Rock, nice. which makes sense. Nice. He was probably part of. It's the same movie. He was he was part of a, what's his Bruckheimer stable of goons. different. Yeah. Also coming on board was this like very effeminate character named Sally Can't Dance, mm-hmm. played by Renoli, the singularly named on the credits Renoli. Timok. Timok Vanity. <laughs> yeah. In I don't keeping know. with yeah. singular names. Um, don't know what that dude or lady's deal was, but it was just there. Yeah, I'd love to know. Back in Vacaville. Uh, Cusack sees this detailed information about the plane and the transfer. Yeah, it's like written out a little <laughs> steno notebook. There's thing. a letter from a Colombian law firm. Of course there is. It's still not too late to get on the phone and say, don't let that plane take off. Keep that plane on the ground in Carson City. Nah. Nah, we're not going to do that. He's going to... He's going to try to solve this fucking mystery. Oh my God. It takes forever too. But obviously this took like a lot of planning to get your hands on all this shit that Malkovich had. Like, I'm just wondering, did that drug Lord know months ago that Malkovich would be on the same flight as his son had to have how, or had like probably feeding money into the criminal justice system. Maybe he's getting bribed, like information from people. I guess so. Back on the plane though, one of the newly arrived prisoner swamp thing yes he's been played by mc gainey god i love he's so good and everything like he's like got like, 200 credits or something yeah. in his career yeah he's super recognizable i recognize him he's as in Lost, being right? in beer fest he was like the yeah. priest who was playing uh quarters or whatever with the guys at the funeral i'm pretty <laughs> sure he was in lost too. yeah he's yeah. like been in so much shit you'll know him as soon as you see him yeah he's awesome. for sure so he, and apparently he's on record as saying like Swamp Thing was his favorite character that he ever played, which That's is uh, amazing. And he doesn't do that much yeah. in this, but this is a guy who's, I guess, only ever played small parts kind right. of, but he's always great at it. Yep. But so yeah, he enters the cockpit. He goes to work disconnecting the transponder. Dude's got a great fucking knowledge of the inner workings of a C-123 yeah. apparently. <laughs> I'm going to, I love this. Like Chappelle comes in and tells him, it's amazing. The shit you white trash know. And Swamp Thing's like, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I could not agree more. <laughs> he says, you, you, the Swamp Thing. That's right. You find the plane. That's right. It's amazing. The shit you white trash know. That's right. <laughs> it's awesome. It's an amazing exchange. I feel like Swamp Thing is maybe like a Vietnam vet or something. He Probably. flew these planes back in his heyday or some For shit. sure. Got the same vibe. So yeah, we'll accept that. And we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> Say no question. No more. Say about no more. How he knows about how to disconnect Say the transponder no more. Say and everything. No more. Yeah. He unhooks that transponder. He's got to run it off battery power. Now gives it to Chappelle who takes it through a hatch in the bottom of the plane. All those dozens of guards. Nobody noticed someone popping out the bottom of the plane and running out off. of the landing gear. Right. Chappelle, he's disguised as a guard, like in the guard uniform, right. sneaks off the plane. He's going to stash the transponder. 
He bizarrely thinks it's a good idea to steal a lunchbox out of a vehicle. I don't know if that was a law enforcement vehicle or what that Why was. Why not hide it in that vehicle and just leave? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Anything. just go. You just get back on the plane. Instead. He, uh, he sneaks into a nearby hangar on the airstrip. He goes to hide it inside of Bob's sightseeing tours plane. Uncle, or Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob, huh? <laughs> what was that from? Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. You, you Uncle Bob, huh? It's uh, oh, it shit. was with um oh it was fucking Terminator Two, okay. young John Connor and Schwarzenegger when they're in the middle yes. of nowhere out in the desert. Yes. He's like, this is Uncle Bob, Uncle Bob, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, that's amazing. This is yeah, that. this is Uncle Bob sightseeing uh plane rides or whatever. This woman appears. I don't know if she's airstrip security or someone who works for the tour company or what. But she, basically, she catches him in the act, asks him what you're doing here. He starts, like, spitting some game to her. She's like, you work for a prison or something? Yeah, the Department of Erection, uh, Cor- Corrections. Corrections. Oh, oh ca- that was... Caught me slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Chappelle, game. just to think that game. he was, like, improving everything oh, is yeah. funny to me. Yep. Now, a heavily armored van pulls up as the guy in charge in Carson City is telling Malkovich, we got a late addition. It's Steve Buscemi as Garland Green, the Marietta Mangler, which I desperately hope that that's Marietta, Georgia. I Yeah, me too. I thought the same thing. I was like, my birthplace. But they've got him like sort of trussed up in this Hannibal Lecter type. Yeah, it takes two guys to open. It's more elaborate than how it, they had Hannibal Lecter. It takes two guys to open the door with nuclear keys. Yeah. And, and then he's like, he's like bolted to the, to like a, a thing that like propels him out on yeah, hydraulics out of the chair van. that's like on rails it's or something. Crazy. It's sort of the way they kept um, fucking Blofeld imprisoned yes. in James Bond yeah, yeah, shit yeah. or something. He's got like a mask on, so his mouth he can't bite anyone. He's got his hands are like restrained, like a sort of a a more extreme straight jacket right. sort of a thing. You love, you gotta love all this shit. They've got these like long poles that they hook on him, so yeah. no one gets that close to him, like a dog. I love uh, Trejo's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. All the inmates are losing their mind. They're in awe and they're like, and then Cage and Michael T, like less odd uh, but more distressed, are like, Christ in a cartoon. Christ in a cartoon. I, dude, yeah, even the prisoners are nervous, like yeah. around him. Fucking, uh, when they're bringing him on, Trejo, who's like escorting him, holding one of the poles, like turns and just loudly says, shit, that's Garland Green, man. <laughs> it's like, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> but uh, Michael T. tells us that Buscemi is like butchered 30 plus people up and down the eastern seaboard. Yeah, Who he, the makes fuck? The, he, he makes the Manson family look like the Partridge family. <laughs> Who the fuck uses the expression seaboard? That's like, I feel like that's only on news anchors on TV shows and movies. Yeah, talk about the Eastern Seaboard. It's very seldom nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back at uh, Vacaville, Cusack is trying to piece together what's going on. It's still he, not, it is fucking, still not too late to make the call God, and tell them to like not why? let that. He has been in there for 15 minutes playing games. Let's obviously there's something going on. He yep. had something planned with the plane. Yep. Call right now. Solve the mystery later. But for now, keep that plane on the Maybe ground. Maybe Malkovich knew <laughs> that 
Larkin. He can't loves, resist a puzzle. He, he loves fucking puzzles, man. <laughs> so it takes him a while, but he decodes the hidden message in the letter from the Colombians that like is indicating basically that something's happening in Carson Holy City. Holy shit. So he runs out of there, tells the guards, don't touch anything. Sit tight. Don't touch anything. One of the guards immediately, fucking immediately. Like not... Not a breath later. <laughs> two seconds, within two <laughs> seconds of Cusack leaving the cell. Fuck that guy. He's like, I'm going to open this box. It says, to, do not open. I have to <laughs> fucking open this. Well, man, I have to, America. Rugged individualism. <laughs> <laughs> There's a huge explosion. Kills all three of the guards in the cell. Cusack was nearly hit by the flying cell door. Right. And there's this hunk of shrapnel stuck in the wall that I swear was just a fucking lawnmower blade. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I don't know how, where that came from the props department. So Malkovich and the other prisoners, they're watching as the prison convoy drives off. Right. They're home free. Right. On the prison bus, several of the masked and gagged men are struggling loudly. One of the guards comes into the area where they are, fucking just clubs a dude in the chest. Right. Fucking... Loved that for a split second, it seemed like he was actually concerned. He's like, no, nah, he just came in to fucking brutalize the prisoners yeah. a little bit. Fuck this <laughs> For guy. no reason. Yeah. This so, is trash. Anyway, it was apparently the main guard because the tape recorder like falls out of the guy's shirt. Right. It gets the attention of the guard. Oh. And you're going to have to explain to me what happens next because they look on anxiously, Cage and Malkovich, as the bus pulls over. Yeah, and so then inex- inexplicably just drives on. Yeah, so what, what I think the fuck is what happening? I think happens is that the guard maybe calls for the bus to hey, stop. stop that bus. And then he realizes shit this is going to be suspicious. He's like, "No, no, no, keep going." Okay. That's the only thing that I can think he's like, "Stop, stop, stop." And then he's like, "Shit, they're going to wreck." He's like, "No, keep keep driving." Because in my mind it's like they pulled over cuz they thought something's wrong. Yet they decide, "You know what? Let's just fucking drive on." Yeah. Fuck it. That, yeah, I want to go home. I think that's exactly the what that's the vibe they were going for. But yeah, on the bus, the guard in charge, he's like radioing to his boss, I guess. They've got something going on here. Let's call the marshals. Yeah. At the same time, I guess the call has come in from Cusack that something's going on. Right. Because we got like cars are zooming towards the yeah, tarmac. Exactly. They radio to the one U.S. marshal that was there that, you know, there's an escape in progress. You got to try to stall guy, these like, guys. Fuck. He's like. Man, I thought that my day was done. This was probably his last day before retirement. <laughs> no, oh, he was a young yeah, dude. He was a young guy. <laughs> <laughs> probably the last day before his like son was born oh, or some shit. He's got the pregnant wife at home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like he hoods up, like he puts his goggles on, he cocks his gun to make sure it's loaded, gets back uh-huh. out of the car in the middle of the dust storm, like performing his duty. Like he's like, I'm the last bastion. Yeah. Motherfucker. He was doing his shit. I felt so bad for that guy. <laughs> he walks up to Malkovich. Uh, basically he's trying to chat him up a little bit. Malkovich sees all the cars and everything like that coming towards the runway. He realizes that the jig is up, shoots the dude dead. And then it was either Ving Rames or Billy Bedlam who was like stoked, like was doing a little dance in a jig in the background at the, at the murder. So yeah, they run back on the plane. They yell to swamp thing. We got to go now. Yep. So the plane lurches to life. There was like a dude, I guess, refueling the plane up on the wing. He falls off. Chappelle, who was still in the hangar chatting up that woman, Love he, this. he hears the plane run and he's like, oh shit, does that sound like an engine going? Like, I gotta go. He runs out of there. The tower radios to the plane. You're not cleared for takeoff. Swamp Thing is like, hey, nobody on this aircraft gives a flying fuck. Get it? 
flying fuck thank you i'm here all week <laughs> fucking mm. good stuff swamp yeah. thing nice. so Chappelle, he's running alongside the plane like calling ass like just banging banging on the side of the plane like let me on he gets the attention of that american indian prisoner <laughs> before the one he fucking so, lit on fire he lit on fire <laughs> he's like hey man i think he was even calling him like hey uh Hey, Cochise! <laughs> yeah, like let me on, let me back the on. Dude's man. like laughing at him. He's laughing at him. Chappelle gives that dude the finger and then falls down. Jailbird takes off. Most of the prisoners are celebrating, but Cage and Michael T aren't happy with this turn of events. Why? I don't know. We're gonna have to wait. Oh to find no! Out. Is that the end? Is yeah. that the end? <laughs> is that all there is? <laughs> but yeah. Holy shit, man! This this movie's what? wild. This movie packs a lot in a very short time period. They keep it moving, man. They don't give you long enough to think about it. That's what Ooh. we're here doing—the heavy lifting. That's right. The thinking about it—that's it's, it's the things you've never thought about. <laughs> or maybe you have. Maybe you have. It depends on how much you've drank or smoked before right. you watched it. Absolutely, most likely. But I'm loving it. Oh man, um, it's a lot of fun. This movie's a lot of fun. It continues the unhinged nature of the movie. Definitely continues. Oh, and it ramps up like <laughs> bit by bit because like Bushimi hasn't even talked yet. Yes. Like we have a whole new character to introduce. <laughs> the uh, the Shit. guy that everyone the craziest of the crazies are all scared of. This guy. Oh man, uh, I can't wait. Uh, but that's gonna have to wait. Oh, You're no. gonna have to. We're all gonna have to. We are. Yep. We have no choice. So uh, until next week, we'll be back. 